What's up? You're listening to the Brett Ferris Podcast. This is a conversation designed to help people understand who they were created to be and what's the best way to get there. I'm Brett Ferris, and I have some thoughts about that. A lot of times in life, we get into these conversations, or I get into these conversations, where people come by and they say, well, how do I get there from here? Where do I go from here? And this is in a response to a conversation I had with a couple students. If I just had this big retreat or conference or camp setting where you have this huge spiritual high and things were just great and you were connecting with God, but you get home and things are normal. Things go back to normal. Things always get back to normal. We kind of count that as a spiritual high and a spiritual low. You kind of, I was so on fire and then all of a sudden I died out because I never caught, I never caught fire at home. And this is a conversation that basically will answer the question as best I can explain it. Where do I go from here? And again, I'm not perfect. I'm not amazing at this. All I know is I'm constantly striving to be better today and tomorrow as in who I am. And I'm always trying to chase after me 10 years from now. But to answer that question in the first podcast, I kind of said, hey, we got to transform the way that we think. This is a concept that comes from Paul as he writes um, to the church in Rome. He says, you know, hey guys, you got to renew your mind. You got to renew the way that you think. You got to think about things differently because it's unreal. It's, it's not right the way that we think. The way that we think will determine the decisions we make. The way that we think will actually impact the things that we go out and do. The way that we think will impact the way that we interact with the surrounding world. And if we don't change the way that we think, we may end up making the same decisions. Now, that's a bold concept by Paul, I think. I think that's a bold concept to say, hey, look, if you don't change the way that you think, the decision you made will not be impacted in the long term. If you don't renew the way that you think, the way that you think is what's going to help you make the decision constantly in the long term. And if you don't impact the way that you think or change the way that you think, you're going to end up making the same decisions. I always heard it like this. If you had a destination in mind, let's say you wanted to go from Texas to Michigan, and you got all your stuff packed up in Texas, and you were ready for the, there's snow in Michigan right now, and you were ready for snow and packed all your winter gear and You were just ready for the cold, but you started driving south toward Mexico. Would you ever end up in Michigan? I ask this question all the time to students, and they always come up with the most brilliant answer. Yes, you just drive around the world, and eventually you get there. Well, sure, okay, great, and then take you like four times as long. But let's imagine this. If you're heading in the wrong direction, you're probably not going to get to your destination. You're probably not going to end up in your destination. That's a problem. If you are not heading in the right direction, that's a reality you will not end up in your destination. That's the problem. You see, there's this concept that people have where that seems like a very simple and trivial thought, but the more you think about it, the more clear it is, the deeper it goes. I hear a lot of pastors, I hear a lot of youth pastors that get up on stage or they get up in front of people or maybe on a podcast and they just say things that are really big words, theological uh, masterpieces, and they're just awesome, awesome, awesome theological words, but they say them and they're kind of complex and confusing. They never really explain them. And to the common person, myself being included in that group, I've studied the stuff, but I'm proud to consider myself a pretty simple dude. If you're in the position where you sit there and you don't understand all it is, is confusing. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily deep. It just means it's murky and you just can't see the bottom. But if you're extremely clear as a teacher, as a parents, as a student, if you're clear in where you want to be, 
the depth of that would be unknown because you could see all the way to the bottom. You could be looking at 30 feet of water. I went to a trip one time in, in Florida with one of my one of my best friends, Trey, and I was on his boat with him and we were just hanging out and I was looking into the water and it was amazing how I could see all the way down. I could see all the way down and I was like, well, how deep is this? He's saying 30, 40, 50 feet. And I'm like, unbelievable how, how you can see all the way to the bottom. Or if you've ever been in an airplane and you're flying over the ocean and you can see all the way down to the bottom of the ocean from like 10,000 feet in the air. It's amazing. Um, it's just amazing that if, if it's clear, you can just see it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be confusing to be deep. It just has to be clear. And we kind of get in this conversation a lot because we ask this question, well, where do I go from here? And I say, well, you got to change the way that you think. you got to change the way that you act. you got to change the friends you hang out with. And I get so much pushback on, from students on these decisions. It's like, well, no, 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 no. Shouldn't God take me for what I am? But I'm sitting here saying what you are is a creation in God's own image. And if you are acting counter to that, then you being taken for what you are is a bold statement. Because if God was taking you for what you are, it would be that you are created in his image and the stakes would be a lot higher and the expectations would be a lot higher. And that's where we get into these conversations where or students, or maybe you have a bunch of friends who are not Christians, or they don't believe in the whole Jesus thing, or they're just like, yeah, I did that once, but I'm not really into the whole you know, rules thing. I don't want to serve this dictator. It's just got a bunch of rules. The reality is, is that if you were created in his image, if this is true, which I believe it is, and you were created in God's own image, which I believe you were, then what you're doing now is nowhere near who you were meant to be. Reliant K has a song says, who I am hates who I've been. Who you were created to be and who you have been are two different people. Now we get into this conversation because the best way to get back to who you are is you got to transform your mind. You got to approach a relationship with God like every other relationship in your life. You got to spend time with Him. You got to listen. To him, you gotta talk to him, you gotta read about him and get to know him. We spend so much time on social media profiles trying to get to know the people that we want to be in relationships with. We spend almost no time opening our Bible and getting into the Word to know God. Even people who are atheists, if you're listening to this and you don't believe in God, I would still encourage you to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John so at least you know who you don't believe in. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you should read the Gospels just to know who you don't believe in. Because if you've never read it, how can you tell me you don't believe it? And if you've never studied it, how can you tell me that you know it? And those are the two things that are really difficult, I think. Second part of this podcast, that was all like the intro, I guess you could call it. The second part of the podcast is to kind of answer the question, where do I go from here? The first thing we said was transform your mind. That was last week. The second thing is to find yourself exploring God. Now you got to carve out time. How do you get there from here? You got to get back to where you were created to be. You were created in God's own image. And the best way to do that is to start exploring God in your own time. I'm not talking about taking a year long vacation from anything else in the world and just reading your Bible. However, if you have the opportunity to do that, you totally should. I'm talking about spending time, quality time, with God. I'm talking about turning off all the distractions, get rid of Netflix, get rid of cell phones, get rid of all the things that will distract you. Just turn them off. You don't have to exit out or you don't have to get rid of them like in general in your life. I'm just saying turn them off for 20 minutes. 
Start reading in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Start reading in Proverbs in a Bible. Start opening up the scripture. Maybe you sit there and you've got some questions for God and you've asked the questions, but you've never listened for the answers. I get that one a lot. You know, God, why did my parents get divorced? God, why did my, why did my unborn child die? God, why are these things happening to me? Why are there troubles and trials of many kinds? Why do we have to go through these things? What's going on? And we've asked the questions 150 times, but we've never sat down and listened to the question be answered because we've never been quiet long enough to explore what that looks like. In scripture, it talks about God is about to approach Elijah and Elijah's got all these questions for God and God says, okay, you and me, dude, we're going after it. We're going to have this conversation. And he comes in and he says, Elijah, go out to the corner, go out and look again because God's about to pass by. And then there's this storm and this fire and this thunder and there's all this wind and rocks are splitting into and it's truly, truly, probably terrifying. And he's sitting there thinking, is this the end? Is this, is this the end? Is this all there is? Am I done now? Am I about to die? And he comes up and, and God comes to him and speaks in a whisper. Now, I don't know about you, but it seems to me that if God speaks in a whisper, I've got a lot of things competing with and a lot of noise competing with that voice. I have a lot of things in my life, and you could be the only person in the world that doesn't, but I have a lot of things in my life competing with a whisper. And so this is why I think it's so important if you really, really want to transform your life, where do I go from here? I've just made a decision, a big decision to keep God in the center of my life. And I got back home and it's really difficult. Well, the problem is probably, I can't say it 100% absolute, but it's probably has to do with the fact that you have not carved out any time to listen for God's voice. And if his voice comes in a whisper, you got to shut off all the things that are making noise. This has been the Brent Ferris Podcast, a conversation designed to help you know who you were created to be and how best to get there. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week.